In Georgia Ag and Review for the week of January 14th, we get an update on the first week of our legislative session. Well, Georgia's 2013 legislative session has officially kicked off, and as always, we have Georgia Agribusiness Council President Brian Toller to keep us informed on the weeks to come. The biggest issue in the 2013 session is going to be the budget, and that's what everyone's focused on right now. But as the lawmakers returned to the state capitol, they had to get their committee assignments, and that's what happened this week. The Senate Ag Committee received a new chairmanship. Uh, John Wilkinson, who's a senator out of Toccoa, North Georgia, will now chair that committee now that Senator Bullock has retired. Uh, we also have Tom McCall in the House. He'll continue to chair the House Agriculture Committee. There's a lot of great representatives that serve on that committee as well, so we're excited about the makeup of both the House and the Senate Agriculture Committees and work with them this year. And to better get to know those members, Toller encourages farmers to mark their schedule to be in Atlanta the first week of February. On February 5th, we'll have a membership dinner in Atlanta that will include Speaker of the House David Ralston as our keynote. So it'll be on the evening of February 5th, just before our legislative breakfast, which will be on February the 6th. We'll have that at the train depot again this year. We'll have the governor, lieutenant governor, and, of course, commissioner of agriculture, as well as others. That will be there to address the group, and we hope that everyone will make plans to attend. Uh, you can get more information on our website, ga-agribusiness.org. Toller adds that it is important for those in the ag sector to continue to tell the story of the importance of agriculture to our state. We have a lot of new faces at the Capitol this year, and so we need to not only re-engage our relationships of the past, but also to start to build relationships for the future. And with as many new faces that we have, this is a great time to invite them to be a part of your table at our legislative breakfast to make those relationships, whether or not they're in your district or not, it's really about what you do for the economy. Because Republicans and Democrats both agree that the economy is the future for our state. And so if we can maintain that focus, forge those relationships, our industry will be stronger and better for it. And with an update on the lingering drought, Randall Wiseman has this. Back in July of 2012, 61.8% of the country was in drought conditions. And while we have seen a slight improvement in those numbers, it's not much. The latest drought monitor report shows just over 60% of the country is still under drought conditions. That's down more than three-quarters of a percentage point, 0.83% from January 1st. And it's really just on the strength of uh, significant rainfall in December and January across the south and into the southeast. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey said the worst areas continue to be across the Middle Plains, Upper Midwest, and parts of the Intermountain West. And he has a look at the latest numbers concerning the cattle areas, along with hay and wheat acreage in the drought areas. We saw one percentage point drops in hay and drought to 63% and cattle in drought to 72%. And that's on the strength of those improvements in the south. Winter wheat and drought, though, unchanged 62% of the production area in drought, the same as New Year's Day. And again, just to show the, uh, the duration of this historic drought, for 27 consecutive weeks going back to July 10, 2012, drought has encompassed more than two-thirds of the domestic cattle inventory and at least 60% of the U.S. Hay acreage. He said in 2012, we saw the greatest drought index coverage since December 1939. That was the tail end of the Dust Bowl era. And we will wrap up this week with Everett Griner talking about our vital needs. I just read one of the most uh, commanding comments I've ever read. Somewhere in your life, you're going to need a lawyer, a doctor, a policeman, a minister. But you know what? You need a farmer three times every day. You think about that. 
Breakfast begins with eggs and bacon, or maybe a glass of orange juice. At lunch, it can be a burger or roast beef and potatoes. Of course, the host of items on the dinner table can be enormous, but they were provided by a lawyer? No. A doctor? No. A farmer? Well, how about that mid-morning or mid-afternoon break? A bag of chips and a soda? Or maybe a dish of ice cream? Its origin is the farm. Now, here's something else to consider. Here in America, we have the safest and the cheapest food in the whole world. I'm glad I read that comment. I won't forget it. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.